Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of the All The Things podcast. I'm going to try to be a little bit more... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, structured this time, but in like the most Shana Kennedy way possible. Because it's so funny, like coming off the back of the first podcast, a lot of the feedback I got was like, it was so chaotic, but it's so you. And I love that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I sound dumb, but I'm like, to me, when I listened back to it, I was like, that actually was like pretty well put together for me because I am quite chaotic. But anyway, it's another random start today. I feel like I should go downstairs and sit in my mum's cupboard because it's super quiet. Like it's like a walk-in robe, right? And if I shut that door and then I shut her door and then I'm enclosed, it'll be nice and quiet because I live on a main highway, right? So yeah, you hear like cars drive past all the time. And I always think I should record in her cupboard, but I just need to be in the vibe. And I like to stare at my window and I like to stare at the neighbor's house for no apparent reason and look at the trees. So if we hear the cars, then so be it. I lightly touched on my perfectionism in the first podcast and like how I've wanted to start one for a really fucking long time. I didn't go into it too deeply. And why are there crows squawking? While I'm trying to speak. There's always something. This this will this is seriously my punishment for not going quiet. <laughs> oh, I can't. This is seriously my punishment for not going downstairs. But anyway, um, I lightly touched on my perfectionism in the first podcast and how you know I've wanted to start one for a really long time, but I didn't go that deeply into it. It could end up being like uh, a podcast episode of its own one day, like how to kind of lean into perfectionism, budget, whatever the fuck. But I want to touch on it a bit more because it's been an interesting journey. Like I put the podcast out and if you follow me on Instagram, you kind of would have already seen me talk about this on my story. But I noticed when I listened back to it, even though I'd already published it, that there was like a couple of gaps that were complete silence. And then there's like literally a minute of silence at the end that I obviously just accidentally didn't cut out. And I just thought, fuck it. Like, I just left it. I was like, this is part of the journey. This is the challenge. This is the growth to fucking leave it. And I've listened over it quite a few times, as I do, because I like to listen a few times and really hone in on the detail. And to be honest, I was quite fucking happy with that podcast. I didn't think it was super interesting and I didn't think it showcased my full personality very much. I mean, you can't in a podcast, but it was funny. Like, I thought for me, I sounded quite serious just because I was talking about a a semi not serious but like not funny topic but I'm a fucking class clown like it it, like it'll be so interesting to see if at some point that part of my personality comes out but anyway I was pretty happy with the first episode but then I've been thinking about like what to say for the second one and I knew this would be my biggest challenge for me personally considering how much of a challenge it was just to upload something that wasn't perfect I'm happy just to upload whenever I feel it I don't need to create like a schedule and a brand and whatever I'm just like challenging myself to get started but at the same time I have wanted to upload one like two weeks later and I've just been like fuck what do I talk about and it's not that my mind's not a really busy place and that I don't have a lot of things to say Like I always have these downloads where I'm like, oof, that's profound. And I grab my notes out or I grab my voice recorder on my phone and I write something down. And if I talk about it, it maybe feels like a minute or two minutes or it's enough to do like an Insta caption, but it's never really quite long enough for a podcast episode. And then there's times where like the zone fucking hits me, but I'm not at home or I'm not near my mic or I'm at work or whatever the fuck. And then I think to myself, hey, should I go report a report record? Anyway, should I go record a podcast like I've got, say, an hour free or whatever? And I'm just not in the fucking zone. I don't know if everyone else is like this or if this is just 
the perfectionism coming up again, but it's like, I go to record and I'm like, no, I feel dead inside. I have no downloads. I have no wisdom. I have nothing to say. I have nothing to share. So yeah, that has kind of been part of the journey as well. Like trying to think of something to talk about and also still budging the perfectionism. Like I've already listened over part of this episode and I'm like, oh, it's boring. It's not good enough. I can't. But it's like, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to fucking upload it because I'm going to continue doing this. That's the, the, the commitment I've made to myself. Upon reflection of the original episode, hashtag no regrets. I'm glad I put it out the way it was because it challenged my perfectionism and it got me started. But I didn't even fucking say my name. Like I said, my Instagram handle at the end. And I suppose that gave people the opportunity to assume that my name's Shana, but I didn't introduce myself. I didn't really touch on what I do as a job. I didn't touch on, you know, my vision for the podcast. And yeah, like people said, it was probably chaotic and it's very me. And yeah, it was probably the most raw way to start. But I think today what I'd like to talk about is, yeah, my vision for what the podcast is going to be, what my job is, where I'm at in life, all the things. And then I have a little something I want to talk about at the end, um, just to add like a bit of value to the episode. So it may be obvious to some, but the reason I call the podcast All The Things is because I literally want to chat about all the things. Like, I love personal development, and I feel like that's probably what most of my episodes will center around. But I don't know. I've just always had this vision where I'm like, if I go on a really bad date, I want to do a story time. If I want to rant about boys on Tinder, I want to do that. Like, I literally have this note in my phone that's like... (laughs) I have way too much time on my hands. Anyway, love a good self-reflection, love a good writing moment. But I have this note in my phone somewhere that's like annoying things boys do on Tinder. And part of me is like, that's the strangest thing to make a podcast about. But then the other half of me is like, it's so fucking relatable. Like if I want to have a rant or I want to have a story time, then I want to do that. If I'm just feeling called to share like a certain download I've had in my head, then I want to talk about that. If there's something kind of mindset-based or personal development-based that I think could help people, then I want to talk about that. Considering I'm a personal trainer, if there's something health and fitness-based, then I'll talk about that. So I'm really sorry that I can't give the answer as to what this podcast will be about. Probably mainly personal development, but there might be just a little sprinkle of random shit in there too. As previously mentioned, I am a personal trainer, so that's where I'm at in life. I kind of long-term more see myself in the online space. And the reason that I've kind of come to that conclusion is because I want to travel the world. I want to be able to move around whenever I want and not feel tied down by work that's in one place. Like I did have a weekend off like six weeks ago or something like that. And yeah, it was kind of hard. Like I had to push all my clients to like the start of the week. And then the following week I had to push some in the first few days later in the week. And it all just got really squished. And I, don't like that feeling of being like, fuck, I can only go away, go away for like a couple of days or a week because it kind of gets in the way of work. Probably sound like a brat. That's real life. But at the end of the day, like my work's my work and the job I want, like the the life I want for myself is to be able to just fucking move around freely. Like I kind of have this idea in my head where I'm like, I don't need a home. Like I can live in Queensland for a month. I can live in Bali for a month. I can go to Europe for a month. Like that's kind of been my vision for a really long time. And I still want to be able to like have impact and work while I'm doing that. And so when it comes to the online coaching space, I've already started doing it. So it's just kind of that process of like slowly transitioning it over fully because at the moment I'm doing the face-to-face and the online. But I also see myself more in the mindset coaching space because depending on the client, depending what's coming up for them, you do have deep chats with some of your PT clients, but 
I just want to talk about deeper shit and I really want to like get into people's minds, not in like a creepy way, like let me see your mind, but like I just want to talk about real things and have real connections with people and talk about self-love and empowerment and all those kinds of things. So I definitely see myself moving into that space when the time is right. So yeah, there's like a little bit of an insight into who I am and what I do to an extent. I mean, it's always going to be so difficult to kind of showcase who you are in one single episode. It's I'm quite a multifaceted person, but I mean, we all are, right? But that kind of gives you a bit of an idea of, you know, what I'm going to do with the podcast, where I'm at in life. And I want to lead into a topic and like, I just went downstairs and I was like, how the fuck do I even start this topic? I think this kind of ties back into saying like, why I struggle to create podcasts in the first place, because I feel like I need to be in this like specific energy and be in this zone where it's all flowing. And so many topics to me that I want to talk about, they're like so deep and there's so many facets to them. And I'm like, I can't explain it, you know? But I'm going to try. So if you follow me on Instagram already, you may have seen that I did a post um, with the title Surrendering is the Gateway to Peace. And it's all about like leaning into hard times and kind of holding yourself through hard things and having your own back. But more so the concept that when you lean into hard times and don't avoid them, you actually get through them quicker. And I feel like, like most of the examples for this I have are probably breakups or losing people or parting ways with friends or things like that but it can probably be applied to anything it's just about leaning into hard times in general but the best way I feel I can explain this is to tell a story from my life so I was seeing this guy for a couple of months it wasn't anything like super serious but it kind of all came to an end quite quickly um and I felt like the way that it ended just hurt me quite a lot like the way that I was treated so to speak um and you know when we go through breakups I suppose some of the easiest tactics can be like get on tinder or go out drinking with your friends or even just make sure that you're always around people or always busy and just distract 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 avoid 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 and I've been through say like a few like breakups or splits or whatever the fuck like over the last I don't know, three or so years or whatever. And I feel like I just get better and better at handling them all the fucking time. And it's actually insane the amount of self-love it brings me to hold myself through those experiences and, yeah, just kind of know that I've got my own back. So basically when this relationship ended, I literally barely reached out to anyone like I didn't try to make plans with friends to hang out I ended up having plans like a couple of days later but whatever I wasn't trying to go out drinking I didn't get on tinder I wasn't trying to talk to boys I literally sat my ass in my fucking journal all weekend and the things that came up were like oh I didn't even know it was very like inner child vibes like I can hold myself through this like oh let me let me go to the journal let me find some things fuck now that I've read over this paragraph I'm going to share I'm like fuck this is some deep shit it might not even be the best paragraph I had across all the pages but it'll kind of paint the picture that I'm trying to explain so I have this paragraph and it says it's interesting I can fully witness the pain in my body right now but I can also hold my inner child and remind myself that it's going to be okay I can almost welcome the darkness hold a safe space for it to process I'm committed to not rushing it out it's fucking uncomfortable to hold it but I know that I can do it I am a fucking powerful human being. 
And I think it's that feeling and that way of being right there that ultimately brings you the biggest peace. Like, I think as humans, when we're when we're faced with pain or hard times, we were, we want to run from it. Like, it's fucking uncomfortable. No one wants to feel that. And we're like, oh, my God, just get me away from it. Like, let me do anything I can to avoid it. But the thing is, like, when when you're presented with pain and you run away from it, it actually increases that feeling of anxiety. Like, imagine, you know that, <laughs> such a dumb example, but, like, you know that game where, like, you're on one side of the table and someone else is on the other side of the table and they're chasing you and you're running and you're chasing and you're going left and you're going right and you're just, like, constantly trying to get away from it? Yeah, okay, maybe we don't feel anxiety in those moments because it's fun and we're laughing and it's happy and whatever. But it's, like, that feeling of just, like, constantly trying to avoid something and constantly trying to run, it actually makes it so much fucking worse. And when we just sit and let it catch us, and just welcome it and sit with it, you actually take the power out of the pain to an extent. It doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable, but it kicks that belief to the curb that pain is something that needs to be avoided. And honestly, like, there'll be people listening who've probably been through the same thing, and if you have, you'll probably just nod and you'll get it. But I'm like, that feeling of fully holding yourself through something and not avoiding it and just leaning into it every day like every day I was getting in my journal I was leaning into it I was like I can fucking hold myself I can do this I can do hard things like self-love is a fucking powerful feeling like when you can look yourself in the mirror and be like I fucking got me and I'm proud of myself for the way that I'm like dealing with something it is honestly there's nothing like it like I honestly think the most blissful joyous states I've ever sat in in my entire fucking life have been when I'm taking care of myself and like my self-love is fucking peaking. And another thing about hard times is as much as they're shit and this sounds so cliche, you really do experience the most fucking growth from times like that. Like I remember when this was happening to me, it was like, it's like your entire soul is cracked wide open and the things that you can notice and observe in yourself is fucking insane. Like you see the way that you try to avoid and you see your patterns and you come up with different ways to deal with things and different ways to process. And I just remember thinking like the entire human experience is just a constant fucking opportunity to observe and reflect. And like, even though I was uncomfortable, I was low key fucking horny for it. Like I was like, this is so fucking good. I love it. And I don't know, maybe that's just from my perspective because I really value growth but like yeah part of me was just like this is sick like all the things I'm learning all the things that are coming up for me and yeah I just feel like all the times I've lent into a feeling like that I've reaped the fucking rewards and it makes me feel so fucking good like I just found another part of my journal and it says moment of reflection I'm so proud of myself for the way that I handle hard things for my ability to hold pain and navigate tough times I always reap the rewards Good shit, good people and good circumstances and good feelings always come my way because I handle my shit. I surrender to the human experience. I process quickly, things move through me quickly and I don't fight it. Like, that's the fucking point. I'm not saying like, if the most traumatic thing in the entire world happens to you, just lean into it and it's going to pass super quickly. But things pass a bit quicker when you surrender to them. When you're running, you're kind of stuck on pause. Like you're on this fucking hamster wheel and you're running and you're running and it hasn't caught you, but there's no way off. It's like the only way for things to move through you is for you to allow them to move through you. I don't know if that makes sense, but basically, yeah, I sat my ass in my journal for like a couple of days. I was feeling pretty good. Almost like that numb thing where you're like, I'm fine. And then a few days later, I was like, oh fuck, I feel really fucking shit. And I was like, shit, I'm not as okay as I thought I was. But I lent into that too. I was just like, 
no, I'm going to keep leaning in, going to keep surrendering, whatever the fuck. Like I was writing all the things, hold myself, hold myself, hold myself, hold myself. Like you just become your own fucking bestie. And I feel like I processed through that so much quicker than I, quicker than I would if I ran from it. That was really hard to get the words out. But honestly, like a couple of weeks later, I met the most fucking beautiful boy. And I was just literally like, who the fuck's that other guy? Like, who gives a fuck? And it was like I was literally ready to welcome it in because I had properly processed it. Like, I, I didn't just avoid it and get on Tinder and go meet boys, but really I kind of had this pain. I, like, wrote about it. Like, literally, like, it sounds so fucking woo-woo and airy-fairy, but, like, wished him well, acknowledged the good times, and that can be painful too. Like, acknowledging the good in someone and acknowledging the good times you've had with someone while simultaneously knowing that you don't ever get to fucking have it again. Like, it's painful. But it's just that surrender and that fucking acknowledgement. And I felt like I moved through it so quickly. And then, yeah, I met the most fucking beautiful guy and, like, I was ready to welcome it in. And, yeah, that was the most random fucking tangent, like, I've ever fucking been on. And I can't believe I went that deep and that personal in episode two. But that's what I'm fucking about, baby. Like, I'm about being super open. I'm an open book. I love sharing my experiences in the hope that it can help other people. Um, I love deep connections, so I'll wear my heart on my sleeve. I'll be vulnerable. And yeah, I have no idea how long this episode is. I thought it was going to be like way too short. And now I think potentially it's too long, but it is what it is. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for tuning into episode number two. I have no idea what episode number three is going to be about, but if you have any ideas, um, that would be amazing. Shoot them my way. You can reach out on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow or subscribe or whatever it's called on Spotify. I'm obviously not very tech savvy, but I will see you guys in episode three and I hope you have a good day.